0: Hello, 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 Internet, and welcome to Gaming Gumbo, Ready Check Radio's weekly gaming wrap-up. It is Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern. That means it's time for a show. We're doing it live, twitch.tv slash readycheckradio, just like we always do. However, if you can't catch us live, we'd love you to, by the way. But if you can't, you can watch it on YouTube, readycheckradio.com. Listen to it on iTunes, Spotify, and also now Amazon Music and Audible. So you can find these podcasts and our Relic Grind podcast on Thursdays for Final Fantasy XIV or all things Square Enix on all of those different places. So come on over and wait, what? he's Wait, poor audio while using a mic that cuts off the top half of its frequency. Wait, wait, what? What? Is there an audio issue, Martha? Do we have to stop the show and start all over? Start all over?
1: No, we don't. Deal with it. Start all over.
0: Keep going. Just keep going it's fine if you enjoy what we do here make sure you give us a like a subscribe a follow all that free stuff on youtube facebook twitch all those fun stuff they are famous for cutting off the top end. that's why i use it for podcast only not voiceover uh joining me first show of 2022 mr jason winter you got a hat in the background what and you were like very making sure that that was in the frame what is that
1: it's just, it's, I figure if you can have some Full Metal Alchemist TCG stuff in your background, I can have some Full Metal Alchemist TCG stuff in my
0: background, too. I don't have any this Full is the, uh, Metal happy, Alchemist uh, TCG oh, stuff oh, in my background. Oh, my well, God. Well, you have 24.
1: That's right. Yeah. That's yeah I Listen, have these are really- the hats that we gave out to volunteers. Yeah. And we wore ourselves at conventions and so forth. That so. is cool. Yeah.
0: I, I have 24 in my background for you. That's right. That's yeah. Great. Well, that's I have great. this in background for right me, too. Right there. That is a case of the Yes, s- I've
1: wa- I've watched both of them, Martha. I've watched starter both decks them. for twenty
0: four TCG, Jason Winter, game designer on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Haven't opened them. They're still sealed. They'll be worth fortunes someday. They're so, worth at least fifty cents right at now. Least, at, at least. At least fifty cents. And then when I have them sign you sign it, it'll be at least forty.
1: At least. Ninja, 40. I have some I have some taste. I haven't watched the live action. And I didn't see the secret star of Milos. so I have to see that still. But I, I have I not watched any
2: of it.
0: Well, you heard him already, also on the line. Resident artist of Ready Check Radio, Yad, how are you, my friend? How was New Year's? Uh, How was Christmas? Get anything good from Santa?
2: Eh, you know, the usual stuff. Things I need, things I don't need. (laughs) Stuff like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What a description. Eh, some things I need, some things I don't need. Jason doesn't strike... Jason doesn't strike you as an anime watcher, are you, Jason? He doesn't. I'm yeah, totally. he, he I'm, really only doesn't. an anime watcher. What are you talking about, man? Like, I I don't know if I would have guessed that either. Like, what's man. your favorite? Um,
1: I, I'm I'm always bad when anyone oh, asks what's my oh. favorite of anything. Yeah, uh, most but of us I are. Really? Yeah, I know. I, it was uh, on some level, not not necessarily my favorite, but I really liked the style of it, and I really did enjoy it. Even though so out there is Big O.
0: Never, never saw. Oh, it was yeah. good. See, that shows
1: my that shows my geek cred. That yeah. I've see, I'm not before. really big into yeah. anime.
0: Like, the, I I'm very like select few. These are the I know what I like, and I watch what I like, and I'm generally not like, well, let me sit down and try a new anime today. That's you know, I'd rather try a new book or a new video game. Anime is just kind of down. Like, I love Ninja Scroll back in the day. I love oh, God, Record of Ninja Lotus School. War back in the day. Um, Cowboy Bebop, of course, back in the day. Um. Yeah, and then like that's 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 kind of kind of it. I mean, Castlevania doesn't really count to me as anime because it's a style thing, not just it being animated. Mar- so. Martha,
1: Martha, didn't didn't you talk to me
0: about uh, cells at work a while back? Remember that? Oh, cells at I work. It's an interesting me. one. Yeah. So this is Game yeah. and Gumbo, our weekly gaming <laughs> wrap-up show. An anime Gumbo. Anime yeah. Gumbo. <laughs> We're all weeb's here. Anime <laughs> 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 Gumbo. Who's your waifu? Anybody got a waifu? Uh,
1: no. All of them.
0: All of them. <laughs> <laughs> don't narrow it down. Just yeah, they're sure. all. I,
1: I got a harem. There they're all tremendous.
0: I'm we love them t- all. Always. With, we love always them all. with the harems. We love them all. The um, yeah, animes have their conventions. Games have their conventions, and what used to be many a many a while ago, the biggest of the biggest in the world of gaming, E three, quickly oh pro- approaching a few months from now. Four or five months. And we don't have exact dates. They didn't give exact dates for it yet, but we know, you know, like May, June ish, somewhere Mm -hmm. in there. But no surprises here. Digital only. I'm sure both of you are shocked. I'm sure both of you now have to run out and get plane ticket and hotel refunds uh, because you were already planning for this. But they announced yesterday or the day before, I don't quite remember. I think it was yesterday. Whatever that it will be in three weeks
1: it should happen in the past
0: yeah <laughs> it was in the past <laughs> that it will be digital only anybody shocked no okay i was shocked that
1: it, they were still even planning on doing a physical show almost i
0: don't honestly i don't think they were I no. I, mean, I think we would have because for a physical show, I have to think, Jason, that they would have already dropped the dates specifically for travel planning by this time. Yeah. yeah. Didn't
1: they have the convention center? I think it's some other convention that canceled its reservation at, yeah. at the center.
0: Oh, that was for uh, some Diego, type of world. Maybe? That was some. That was the Dota 2 International, wasn't it? No, yeah. no, this
1: is like recent. It's only last a couple of days. Yeah, the Dota mm. 2 thing was a few weeks ago, but yeah, yeah, something, yeah they maybe canceled. it was San Diego. I don't know, but yeah
0: um so no surprises there primarily citing covid and increases particularly an in omicron variant and and cases in hospitals and hospitalizations all that usual stuff uh impacting right. e3 and so I don't think any surprises there but I do want to ask this gentleman like, First off, E3 has been on its way down for a long time, and, and we've known that. We've talked briefly about it here and there, but you know, companies, whether they're the bigs, the Sonys, the Xboxes, the Microsofts, the Nintendos of the world, they're kind of figuring out that they can draw just as many people to watch things when they do them in-house as when they do them at E3. So the little companies started picking up some of the slack at E3 and getting a little more attention because some of the bigger dogs were doing small things if they showed up at all, a la Nintendo. You know, <laughs> Nintendo sends a video and that's about it anymore. Um, so I want to ask Here, go you... Here, play this in the room. Right, but yeah, <laughs> when it's our turn, press play. Um, so, But then even the little dogs, or I shouldn't say little dogs, we're still talking about million, million, million dollar companies, but the littler dogs... Now, some of them started backing out too. Now we have, you know, a couple years in a row where you can't really do the thing. Is there a future for E3 at all as a physical event first? Let's start there. Let's say COVID 2 years from now is not a thing we even remotely think about, let alone have to worry about outside. "Quote unquote normal is restored." Right. As far as being able to go somewhere and hang out with people without having to worry about anything. Right. Do we it becomes see the flu? Yeah. Do we see big E3 events like that anymore in the way we did four years ago, six years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago? What do you think, Jason? Is there a future for a physical, big ass E3 anymore?
1: It depends on what the purpose of E3 is. 'Cause you know, back in the day it used to be just you know, publishers meeting developers and forming business plans or stuff like you know, stuff like that, a very businessy kind of thing. And, and you and I have talked about that in.
0: privately where they need to refocus. Yeah. They yeah. are not the announcement place anymore and they haven't been for years well, and they're desperately trying to hold on to you don't announce anything anywhere except here. This is where you want to make your announcement, and they haven't been that for half a decade and, to a decade at this point. And the
1: problem with that is they don't need E3 to make an announcement. Like you said, exactly. Nintendo can mail yep. in a, a video. Any other company can say, hey, we're announcing something on June 15th, tune into our Twitch site or whatever. Yeah, you know, They don't need to physically be there to t- throw a video up or to have a panel or whatever. So in terms of, like I said, if it is a show for, for business, then yeah, there is probably some usefulness to being able to go there and do business at the show and actually meet people in, in person. If it's for consumers, if it's for gamers, then no, there's no need for it because that is just not needed anymore.
0: So does it need to, or do you think it will, re-warp, reinvent, change into a different thing? Or are they just so you know, gung-ho about holding on to, we are E3, this is where you want to make your announcement even though we all know that isn't the case and hasn't been for a while. Is, yeah, I- is somebody behind the reins smart enough I don't want to say smart enough because I have a feeling leadership knows (laughs) that they need to change their direction and has for a while but is there a direction that you could see them going in I think becomes the next question because what are you going to be a general gaming convention okay well we got packs, we got all of our local smaller regional things you got too many games every year like we have those if E3 just becomes another one of those E3 isn't really anything special like what can they become Yod, what do you think? Like, is is there yeah. is there a niche in gaming that E three could serve?
2: <laughs> it just says VR. <laughs> well,
0: yeah. My, if you
1: want, like, you want like eight games there, sure.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, it's,
0: hell, you it's got possible. CES, which isn't generally gaming, right. but all the gaming hardware stuff is shown off there too. Like, right. is they, hardware they really even an option?
2: Hardware, the. Uh, even though you can't get them at the moment, the the, uh, the PlayStation Fives are showing off their new color schemes um, at at CES. So you know, there's a lot of other convention type deals where they're doing a lot of in-person big show type things. And like Jason said, uh, there's for a general consumer to show up to these things for making announcements. It's not really viable for them anymore. I don't even think the uh, the doing business there type deal is viable anymore for them. That that type of model, because I mean, before they were open to the general consumer, they were a industry. Yeah, it was industry type p- and group. press yeah. only.
0: But right. that's kind of why E3 became so big, right? In pre-internet right. days, you needed to be at E3. All the right. press and, and was going to be the there. All the industry insiders were going to be there. If you wanted your message out in a pre-internet or early internet day, mm-hmm. you had to be at E3. And
2: Like I said, the, the people wanted to be there because they weren't allowed in, and that's where the announcements were being made to each other, yeah. to the other industry people, to the press. So the, the general public wanted in, and then they let the general public in. And then the internet happened. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and well, let everybody in, basically.
2: Yeah and so the companies now have their own inroads to you know their their public and their yeah. their fan base and stuff on the internet as opposed to in a physical location so what do you do how do you set it up from here on out if you if you even want to do a physical event i mean does it that's does kind it of where i'm leading gents do yeah. we
0: actually see e3 become a digital only event uh, going forward without COVID being a factor. It's just E3 is a big annual digital event.
2: Right. Because, I mean, who's who's uh, making a profit off of E3 anyways? It's probably the top few people in the organization. And if you scale it back so that you don't have to have all the logistics of controlling, getting volunteers, setting up hotels, setting up an event center and all that stuff— you can refocus it to be an online only only event. And you only need four or five people, which, you know, who get paid and you just focus in on that, do the online event, the big splash event once a year online. And hopefully you can drag in those big name companies again, saying, Hey, look, we'll do a big presentation for you. You know, we'll get all these things together for you. And You don't have to do it on your own somehow.
0: Jason, Matt Martha says hardware-focused maybe, and then I I think that that would be nice, but that's CES. And even if you took it away from CES, let's say there was a stunning coup and you took it from CES (laughs) and everybody wanted to come to you, you're at the mercy of when new hardware is ready to be announced or available. So you might have a ton of shit one year and then nothing for the next two. So. Yeah, that's right. a lot less than Can you think of like, of, like a gaming get. convention that if they made today, Jason, you would re- you would like, oh my god, I'd be disappointed if I missed that? And, and to and take away the jaded gamer side of Jason, just like as a general gaming <laughs> fan. <laughs> but as a all general Jason? gaming fan, <laughs> is there like an event that you're like, Oh man, if somebody did that, I would really not want to miss that. I can't I mean, honestly like think it- of one for me.
1: I'd like to go to any video game convention if it was free and I didn't have to worry about my, how much my hotel paid. <laughs> I'll go to any convention.
0: Well, yeah, they would just pre-record all of E3 if if it was digital. Yeah, yeah. Right. Promise the extra marketing for their showcase because marketing is a major cost in today's world. Right, but there's still, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the, what they try to do now. It's just right. they're losing market share. Ha. <laughs> Uh, on the, viewership and attention at that point. Firefest. Firefest, <laughs> DJ. <laughs> I, mean, oh I don't want to miss it. Hold on. Oh God. I got to go oh to the God. Ready Check Radio and tweet out an orange square. Give me one second. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, um, let us I, know I what know. you guys I, think about E3. Go ahead, Yod, Sorry.
2: It's the only thing I can think of going from general fan conventions that I normally vended at uh, pre-COVID Because I haven't started that back up yet. I don't know when I will, but hopefully soon. But um, going from general fan conventions to things where. Events where you don't want to miss out on something. The only thing I can remember really, like, sitting there and really getting into, wishing I was there, was back in the day, BlizzCon. Because they had tournaments, they had things that were happening right then and there.
0: So. Yeah. Right, so the big the big difference there then is if you look at BlizzCon then as an example of something you potentially don't want, or at least in the past you didn't want to miss, right. um, that is a direct fan event. Like it is built it is. around just being a celebration for the fans. And by the way, we're going to announce our newest stuff, which you guys want to see as a byproduct of we right. have all of you available there can E3 right. pull that off well, though when you have a they'd, in a, in a blizz pull. blizzcon world in a pax world which is essentially the same thing in a gamescoms thing uh universe where that's the same thing or is there right. just they'd, too much competition for E3 to be you know this big dog anymore it's always they, going to be this cool event that maybe you want to go to once in your life
2: they'd have to rebuild from this ground up yeah and and i think it's if they were to go that route it's possible cuz you could make it so that you you talk to the other fan events and go okay so you're holding this here you're holding this there where can we fit in what tournaments what events can we get in and can we do like a grand championship type deal where it's it's a all the other events are feeding into that one and if they can manage that then they can have you know this is this is the Super Bowl of you know gaming conventions mm. where the best of the best show up for the, their finals, you know, which could be a thing if they chose to go that route.
0: Will they? Yeah, that's the problem. I don't think they're going. Too far. I, I don't I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think that, so that's too
2: so far that out to of them? the box for their thinking. I think, I think uh,
0: yeah. I think it just comes down to Jason. It's run by the ESA, ESA right? Mm, and yeah. they just. They consider E3 still totally relevant right? for whatever reason, uh, because it <laughs> profits them to do so, right? They have to say that E3 is <laughs> exactly. relevant. Well, let's kick off some 2022 stuff. We got a lot of eye-rolling shit, and I'm sure that this is going to carry on throughout the year. Jason and I have talked about some of it on MMO Bomb, the always online podcast from yesterday, is up on MMOBomb.com. You can check it out there. We're going to kick it off with Konami. <sighs> I'm sure you're going to hear us talk about NFTs off and on all year or blockchain technologies or cryptocurrencies being used in games. Konami is going to go ahead and celebrate the 35th anniversary of Castlevania with a memorial NFT collection. Breaking they're going to be NFTs. Yeah, they're going to auction off 14 of them, some of which are just static images. Others will uh, kind of look like videos, maybe. I don't know. We'll have to see. You could check out some of them on their website. Uh, you don't have to purchase them. So if they're images and you don't mind sample on the watermark, just, you know, click print screen.
1: Uh, <laughs> put a stake in them. A stake that in is the problem NFTs. with
0: NFTs. <laughs> yeah, put a stake in them. Uh, so I'm showing you right here one Castlevania Dracula's Castle pixel art. And it's like, please don't think that I am saying I don't like the art. I actually really do. I, I love the art.
2: That is very clever. It
0: is cool. I'd love to get a, like a, you know, a, a a cloth print of that, you know, to hang it up on the wall. I don't want a digital one that I'm the only one in the world that owns one. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. And I think it's wonderful that Konami wants to jump on the most recent bandwagon to try and make some money off of a franchise that they don't do much with. <laughs>
2: <laughs> not, not a, it, one of my questions with NFTs is if you own... The NFT, say you bought this Castlevania piece, could you then print it off on your own and make a big cloth print of it?
0: I, I don't know. I, do or you, is
2: it I'm... digital only? You just see your name on the registry and that's all you do. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> that's
2: kind of, you know, stupid.
0: <laughs> we got uh, yeah, yeah. this one. Oh. We've got, <laughs> here's Vampire Killer.
1: Mm. Wow, I'd looking yeah, for uh,
0: that. You got another I, one.
2: The images they showed off was nice. They, 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 they were neat images and I think one of them was supposed to be including music I guess.
0: Yeah, was it's like, it Vampire was like a Killer little one? video or something, yeah. yeah.
2: <sighs> I don't know what the cube was supposed to be.
0: Yeah, I said some of the more videos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, God. And then we found out that uh, Jason GameStop wants in on NFTs as well.
1: Of course they do.
2: Well, GameStop's got to go somewhere, I guess. Sp-
0: speaking of
1: things that are no longer relevant. Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. They hired like twenty some people to form like a little committee. To see how GameStop can get in on NFT marketplaces and cryptocurrency marketplaces. Now, so I'm not surprised by that. And I can understand how they're like, okay, you know, we could modify our stores and our POS systems to be able, and our website to be able to accept cryptocurrencies. All right, fine. You know, I'm, yeah. How does a retail business like in GameStop's position, how do you take advantage of NFTs in any type of meaningful way. I'm not really sure off the top of my head.
1: Oh, it's easy. It's easy. You buy your NFT from GameStop and when you sell it back for thirty dollars, when you sell it back to them, they give you two bucks.
2: (laughs) 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 That is how GameStop uh, works.
0: Are these companies not seeing the public impression of these things oh, yeah the yeah yeah what I was mean, which
1: one was it was it the konami one let's see Hang on. where was it i mean ubisoft <laughs> courts
0: got pommeled yeah
1: ubisoft pommeled. here we go here we go here's the konami is
0: getting pummeled for listen, there. listen
1: listen here's what konami said konami will continue to explore new developments and listen to player feedback following this initial collection that is a lie. Any company that says is listening right. to player feedback about NFTs is lying. Yeah. Well, anytime because Konami in particular says
0: they're it. listening about anything, it's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lie. Wow. Yeah. I don't have a lot of respect for Konami. I Well, I should say Konami as a company. There are, of course, individuals that work there that right. I quite like. Well, um, Konami
1: was dead to me when they made Yu-Gi-Oh, so there you
0: go. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah they're going to buy NFTs. they're gonna, here's their their thing GameStop's NFT marketplace that they're going to build will also be developed by this new team and will allow people to buy, sell and trade NFTs and in-game items. Oh, now all these companies by the way are trying to find out ways to advertise their NFTs or blockchain technologies as green.
1: Mm, that's not of, happening.
0: Yeah. They only no. use up
1: half a rainforest per yeah. one. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Let's continue rolling our eyes real quick, gentlemen. <laughs> we talked about Skull and Bones from Ubisoft many times on this show and you know it hasn't really ever been in a positive way. I mean, it's a game we all want would to do well just because we like those the idea of those types of games, but it's not uh, well, going. Which to. version? The which exactly. version? Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. I, yeah, that's a good point. Good point. Uh, associate director Antoine Henry is now leaving leaving Ubisoft he is the associate director of Skull and Bones tweeted out goodbye Ubisoft after nearly 15 years today was my last day I'm thankful for the people I've met and what they brought me professionally and personally hopefully I was able to give back just a little bit onto a new onto new exciting adventures very soon so been with ubisoft for 15 years been the uh on the team for skull and bones for a little over five years and so that's now... what five different
2: directors gone <laughs> yeah the associate
0: director has <laughs> outlasted most of the directors i don't know we've talked about this before jason where we've said hey one person does not a game make when you're talking about these huge mega million dollar triple a titles but when it rains, it pours, and damn, has it rained on Skull and Bones?
1: In the case of Skull and Bones, even a hundred people does not have a game make apparently. <laughs> apparently yeah. However many they have, uh, I mean, uh, I, I like—I don't care. I mean, at this point, <laughs> if, this is almost like a uh, Star Citizen. If you're still waiting for this, why? <laughs> at least Star uh,
2: Citizens come out with something you can
1: mess with. Sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, yeah. You can mess with I'm eating. sorry, for
0: hundreds of millions of dollars and asking me to buy a $40,000 Starship bundle seven years into your development, I want a little more, Yod, than something I can mess around with a little bit. <laughs>
2: I'm not saying it's not a jip. I'm just saying there's more out of it than Skull and balls
0: has. Uh, well, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> hey, did you guys know that uh, as we ended out the year... Sega just went ahead and left one of its European servers wide open. Yeah. <laughs> Happy New Year. They just wanted everyone to come into the party. Happy New Year. Yeah, about 48 hours before the New Year started, it was noticed that some uh, European servers for Sega were opened and accessible, and over quarter of a million people's personal data could have been breached. Now, they don't believe anything was breached, by the way. Uh, because it was actually found by some white hats that said, "Close the door! <laughs> Before, <laughs> you're letting all the heat out."
1: <laughs> Were you born to barn?
0: Yeah, you know it was some dad that made the call. <laughs> it was <like> some dad, <laughs> I'm not paying to heat the whole neighborhood. Sega, close the door. Uh, what could have been, and this is uh reporting by N- uh, B. Menengis at Engadget. What could have been a damaging breach in one of Sega's servers appears to have been closed, according to a report by security firm VPN Overview. It was a misconfigured Amazon Web Services 3 bucket that had sensitive information, which allowed researchers to arbitrarily upload files to a huge swath of (laughs) Sega-owned domains, as well as credentials to potentially abuse over 250,000 people on an email list. They did close the door. They they, they went ahead and closed it door.
2: <laughs> that, that would have been a dick move to just leave it there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Speaking of hardware announcements not made at E3. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Sony coming in with a hardware announcement for Jason's favorite gaming product, ever anything vr related jason's just all over all over he loves vr Mm -hmm. loves vr
1: look here are my disassembled hands just like in (laughs) vr here let me try to use a thing (laughs) yeah there we go i just simulated the vr game there we go
0: sony (laughs) announced the playstation vr 2 and the playstation vr 2 sense controllers the next generation of ps of vr gaming on the playstation vr, the next, generation. <laughs>
1: VR it is. the next generation dun, 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 uh, dun, 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 impressive dun. specs
0: if you're into vr uh, and i i am i do enjoy the the oculus quest 2 and uh, an oled display 4k resolution 90 to 120 hertz uh, refresh rate Eye tracking, which is a big feature compared to its previous iterations, there is vibration on the headset as well. The cameras are actually on the headset this time to track, so you won't have to use the PS Move controller and camera combination. The the PlayStation Eye, they've got the cameras built in. Uh, Communications or communicates with the PS5 via via a USB Type C, and then has a built-in microphone and a stereo headphone jack. They give the controller specs, too. The controller specs look very, very similar to what you're probably used to. Uh, the, you know, like the Quest holdy things with the circle yeah, the, around it. The or, Oculus Or you know, the Vive and stuff like that. Uh, and they showed off a Horizon spin-off title very, very briefly, you can see that on your screen right now if you're watching on YouTube or ReadyCheckRadio.com. It was really brief, <laughs> really brief. And then they went. So ahead they don't show
1: you actually doing anything that requires coordination, no. like shooting or something. Yeah, no,
0: it no. was. Yeah, it was like you were in a boat and you watched this thing step over you, and that was it. Um, okay, I own the PSVR. I enjoy the PSVR uh, a lot. I enjoy the Oculus Quest a lot more. Like exponentially more <laughs> and i've got to say i still think sony is making a mistake here and i know jason you have like no hope for any vr hitting mainstream <laughs> stuff and and i tend to agree with you that i don't think it's ever really going to be mainstream but i think it'll be a bigger than it is now sure. uh in a little bit uh, you I, know, just
1: reminds me too, I, I miss super data i kind of miss having the super data report that would tell me how big VR or whatever else is going to be in the coming year. So
0: We don't know price. Right. We don't know release date, but we do know it's for the PlayStation 5, and it will connect via a USB-C3. USB-C 3. Or USB-C. Sorry, USB-C. So that means two things. One, we know it's built for the console, just like the, the original PSVR was for the 4, and that it will have a cable attached to it, just like it... Um, well it didn't on the it didn't technically have to have it attached there. Oh yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. Yeah. yeah the yeah, PSVR it, has a it. had to go into that box connected to a yeah, box that squids, out, yeah, that squids into out all the
2: different things. Yep.
0: I think they are making fatal mistakes with the PSVR. And let's set the technology aside and what you think about VR. I think it is dumb to be making a console specific piece of VR equipment. I think that's the wrong way to go with VR. I think having to own a PlayStation 5 to even walk in the door to mess with Sony's VR technology is a terrible idea. We already know that Sony is getting more and more involved in moving their titles to PC. They want to get PC market, right? Mm -hmm. They want a piece of that pie. I'm not exactly sure why their VR equipment is still 100% tied to the console.
2: No, is it though?
0: Well, that's the thing too, because they don't come out and say it will only work on the PlayStation right. Five. But and, and that that's the way that's they worded that I, connection. Right, the way they word it, I don't think it can be anything else. Uh, our next-generation virtual reality system for the PS5 console. Right. Now, they don't say only the PS5 console, but they do call it virtual reality system for the PlayStation 5 console.
2: You can technically take a PS4 or PS5 controller and use it on a PC, though, with some jiggering, but it can be done. Right, but so but the, yeah, you're talking about something totally different, though. You're talking either,
0: you're talking about technology that you know how to jailbreak, that you know how to right. manipulate in a certain way to go ahead and get it on the. Uh, yep, yeah, Justin saying the same thing. You could get the PlayStation 4 one to work with some homebrew support, right? Which right. means that any in all of those buckets, the company itself didn't want you to use it there, or they right. would have built that in there.
2: Right, but it's with a single USB-C connection you can as do opposed anything. to the Squid. Yeah. yeah, it's easier. It's set up so that on the down low, there, it's kind of like, you know, hey, we're not officially supporting this, so if you screw it up, not our monkey, but, you know, it's right there. USB-C, USB-C. That's all I'm saying. That's
0: where that's where I hope it's going cuz I think Jason they're just shooting themselves in the foot. If if it has to be like the PS4's version where, you know, I have to go and get this and do this and do this and I can make it work uh, on my PC. I really feel like, you know what, if you want to get into the PC market, aren't we past making hardware that is dependent on another piece of hardware? Like haven't we seen that fail time and time again? with Sega CD and Sega 32X and the you know, all all the shit throughout the years we've seen that already
1: yeah but i also believe sony sony not going to make something that doesn't work first and foremost and possibly only on a sony with a sony device like i i can i can understand that that that's what they're going to do and, and asking them to do otherwise is
0: doesn't it kind of make you give you some bad optics, though, from a marketing standpoint, that you are going to sell add-ons for a system that still is not widely available?
1: Oh, there is that. that. That's an aspect I'll grant you. But by the yeah. by, the what is this coming out? By the time it there, comes we have out, no date be...
0: and no cost. But Justin says so, in chat yeah, that exactly. if it's over three hundred dollars, you are definitely screwing themselves. It's going to be more oh, than sure. three hundred dollars,
2: oh, almost likely. Yeah, I I cons- can't. Cons- I don't.
0: I mean, if it was three hundred dollars or less, I would be stunned.
2: Well, okay, concerned, yeah. The PS5 is how much, and the PS4 was how much? PSVR1 was how much?
0: Yeah, the PS4 V. You know, we can v- the, 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 the PS. Uh, the original VR, I think, was was three hundred dollars by itself. Yeah, yeah. Or two fifty. And- so I don't. I was a day one adopter just because I'm, you know, dumb, and. Um, right. I think it was like two fifty like or toys? three. I do like the no, toys.
2: Yo, it, it, it's okay. It's okay.
0: And I like mean, this one's toys? going into four K with OLED displays right. with uh, camera tracking built in internally, pointing out so that they're avoiding mistakes from. The, I, I don't see any way they get the price point to three hundred. Hmm. I'm thinking between no. four and five, and Probably. I and I think Justin's right. That price point may also screw them badly as well oh, yeah. because now you are. The investment, if you do not own a PlayStation 5 right now, and let's assume that it's PlayStation 5 exclusive, without homebrewing stuff onto your PC, if it's between four and $500 Jason, and you don't own a PlayStation 5 now, if I want you in my PlayStation VR 2 world as a, somebody selling it, I'm now asking for $1,000 from you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We talk about this with NFTs and blockchain, our, our companies are just checking the box, say we gotta, we gotta mention it, we gotta do it, because the shareholders want it. VR is kind right. of the same way. <laughs> VR is the right, hot this... thing. We have to have a VR of something or other. So it's like, okay, well... But it's going to cost $1,000. Yeah, we still need it, though. Shareholders want it, so...
2: Yeah, this type of setup kind of smells like some somebody higher up has a hard-on for VR and says, we got to do this. So to appease them, they ship this product out, whether it passes or fails.
0: I'm And I'm totally cool with them doing it. I'm all on board, but... <laughs> I just think if the way this is written does kind of indicate... It doesn't say explicitly, I know, but it does kind of indicate that just like the original VR, it's going to be specific to the console. And I can understand their rationale initially, but I also kind of want to know... what Nobody in the room said, hey guys, do we really want to lock this to just our console? Yeah, we can... Yeah, you know, should we consider PC? Because there's a lot of market there that isn't with the PlayStation 5 right now. They Maybe also, there'll
2: be a firmware update later on.
0: We'll see. I mean, you're right. Yeah. USB-C does open up a lot of doors that the, the mm. fucking cable box with seven cables right. off of it did not. Right. Uh, Sony's also working on a 3D scanner. <laughs> they they just, They actually <sighs> applied for this patent mid-last year, but they got denied it. Uh, because the patent office had some concerns with some things, <laughs> so they've reworked it, and uh, you know apparently it's going to go through at this point. They're working on 3D scanning that will allow you to put real world items into video games. Now they really haven't talked it's about stink? any applications that they like.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know why a company would want a thing that you can basically put penises in a video game. <man>.
0: That's well, all it's so, going to be. Well, that's, here's, yeah, that's good. It here's what it is. Thing, Jason, here's the thing: you can't put your own penis in the video game because you do. Why not? Have, I could scan just fine. You do have <laughs> to. You do have to have the headset on and be able to see 360 degrees around the item you're trying to put in. So you can flexible. put your friend's penis in, but you can't put yours in. You're gonna oh, have I to have, have them to Mike, do if that do for me, you. Always help,
1: wait. Wait. help me scan this thing into a video game, Mike. <laughs> yeah. what, what do you want me to scan? Just come Jason, here. Jason come calls here. me. He's
0: like, I got the PSVR 2 and a PS5, and uh, we're going to scan some stuff in. We're going to play this game. You want to come check it out? We'll do talk about it. And, sure. Jason, I'll be there in a, in a couple hours. Drive down there. Jason's got no pants on, just a VR headset <laughs> strapped to his head. Like, what are you
1: doing? Look, I want his freedom of movement.
0: My VR <laughs> man. I don't know. Oh my god! I just had added visions realism. I just had visions
1: of ethical. Like... Do it. There we go. All right.
0: Playing oh, my scanning, buddy. <laughs> oh. Playing Beat Saber.
1: Great. I'll beat some Saber. Oh my! <laughs> Ooh.
0: Oh yeah. god! On <laughs> Jason with no pants on with his VR headset playing Beat Saber. Well, what is I don't what a, know. What, pure wow. oh, yeah, what is terrible? I don't know. Wow. I don't know what you're going to scan and put in a in a game, but there you go.
1: Uh, you're going to scam uh, Ninja Pandas Gundams. There we
0: go. There yes. you go. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, gang, we do this every couple of months here. Let's take a look at January's video game release slate uh, and see if there's anything you are interested in. Now, we know February and March get real busy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. February and March get really, really busy. January, maybe not to be outdone. Maybe they're not so big, but there is a fair amount of titles coming out this month, including Deep Rock Galactic, Monster Hunter Rise, God of War, obviously a big one for the PC. A lot of people waiting for that, uh, that port. Rainbow Six Extraction comes out later this month on the 20th. We'll talk a little more about that. Uh, Kingdom of the Dead, Diplomacy is Not an Option, Rugby 22 for those of you overseas, that are into rugby I do enjoy watching rugby from time to time uh Pokemon Legends and the Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection for the PlayStation 5 and PC round out the end of the month there are some other smaller titles in there as well Jason anything on the block that you are interested in maybe considering buying day one or is it all kind of eh, if I see it on a Steam sale maybe I'll grab it
1: well, we're going to talk about Rainbow Six a little while. And that's what yeah, we, we'll uh, set, set that yeah, one aside because uh, we're yeah.
0: going to spend a few minutes on that one.
1: Uh, I mean, that, again, there's nothing that really like thrills me here. Not until we get at least like mm-hmm. February, March, that kind of area, but the only one that I kind of thought was kind of neat, I got a press release a while back for Diplomacy is Not an Option, which is kind of like a medieval tower defense zombie slaying feudal lord game, so that was kind of neat to me, but even that one is like Neh. you know
2: a lot of different fandoms colliding there
1: <laughs> it's, here, here's a description on, on steam you you were born a feudal lord sounds good right but you're bored of hunting executions and tournaments even a feast with beautiful maidens the only dream left your castle surrounded by hordes of enemies you would waste no time on negotiation this is your chance to show them who's in charge and the screenshots have like it looks like like a thousand zombies outside your castle roughly yes. like just hordes so neat kind of neat
0: Anything you're looking forward to, Yad?
1: Just
2: uh, the one we're going to talk about later.
0: <laughs> yeah, obviously February's uh, yeah. uh, bigger. Yeah, February. You know, we got the remastered yeah. collection for Life is Strange, Dying Light 2. We're going to get Elden Ring. We're going to get Lost Ark. Destiny 2's The Witch King comes out. That's, Witch Queen yeah. comes out, Witch sorry. Queen. Horizon the Forbidden Crusader Dawn King's 3 comes expansion. out. Hello? Evil Dead the Game. Crusader Kings 3 expansion. I mean February. Expansion. February is oh yeah, end of dragons. I mean February is is huge.
1: Uh, i looking over this list. I'm like, I, I feel like it's a lot of repeats almost, and a lot not only January. games that are obviously coming out on P. Yeah, yeah. Not only games that are coming out on PC that have been out in other game, other places for years, but you have like the Uncharted collection, the Pokemon thing. It's like there's not a whole lot that's new here that's because
2: everything that's new keeps getting pushed back Troy says his February was full with
0: Lost Ark and Broken Ranks and then Mike was like here (laughs) play this too and now he's looking at Mortal Online 2 well technically Broken (laughs) Ranks and Mortal Online 2 are January titles for you and you're not doing the first look for Lost Ark so you get to you get to just (laughs) chill on that one too so yeah I mean God of War big title big PC port a lot of money going to be made by Sony not really interested on my side Played it, beat it on the PlayStation. I'm done. You know, I'm not one of those guys that wants to check out the port of something, you know, unless it's like a remaster of a game that was 20 years old and they're redoing you it. Know? Fine, I'll do that, but I don't want to buy what God I'm, of War. On what I'm thinking
1: of, as you mentioned that too, the only time I've ever played any God of War was when I had a demo disc for my PS2 in like 2003. <laughs> oh you know? my god, PS2 played for like half an hour, slapping stuff around. So
0: I was. Interested in Rainbow Six Extraction.
2: oh <laughs> I like PvE
0: shooters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I like Destiny an awful lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in particular, you know, the the flashpoints, right? The dun- quote-unquote dungeons, for those of you that, you know. I, I like that type of content. I liked the idea of Aliens Fire Team Elite. My concern was there wasn't going to be enough content, and when the game came out, guess what? There wasn't enough content. I don't think RE6 Extraction is going to have that problem. Um, I think they're going to have a a pretty substantial amount of content. What is making me okay with this is that it's now a day one Xbox Game Pass game for both the console and PC. So I'm not going to have to pay for it to try it out. And that makes me really, really freaking happy. Because this one... Jason, I think you feel a little bit of the same way. Like when we first saw announcements for it, we were like, okay, all right, we're g- we'll keep an eye on this one. We'll kind of keep an eye on this one. And then just lately, like the more and the more and the more I see, I'm just kind of like, man, this this, this might be boring as fuck. I'm not sure. <laughs> this This might not be all that great. Like they've already had a price reduction because there was very similar content as a mode in Siege. Uh, uh, that was taken out of Sieges. It was a limited time mode. And granted, there's a lot more here, but they took such blowback at like the $60 price point that now it's $40. Now Ubisoft is this partnership where they're going to put Ubisoft Plus on the Game Pass so you can have a subscription inside your subscription because yo dog, we heard you like subscriptions. And uh, Rainbow Six Extraction is going to be part of the Game Pass, so that's cool. But I got to tell you, man... They put out a video. (laughs) They put out a video, and Lost Ark did one of these too, where it's kind of like, hey, give us 10 minutes, and we will catch you up on our game to get you ready for launch. And uh, Lost Ark's was tremendous. Jason, it was a good video. it was
2: pretty impressive.
0: Yeah. This one was not...
2: (laughs) I honestly didn't even watch it because I was like, "Is is that the one you linked on the show notes?"
1: I'll tell you what, I, yeah. I hate any I hate any link that says everything you need to know about such and such. I hate I hate that name. All right, first of all, what it, you, it, you, it you can't tell me what I know. The voiceover
0: <laughs> was just bad. Okay. It was, but.
2: Production aside, because we all know that you're a
1: stickler for. Production.
0: Oh, I'm not talking. Their production was fine. Like, I'm not talking about that. Like, I just. Uh, two minutes in, I was like, would you just shut the fuck up and let me read the screen? I, like. I.
1: Well, I thought it was going to Or be hire more a voice actor.
0: Or hire ahead. a voice oh. actor.
2: See, I, I thought it was going to be more about the story, not this enemy does this. To beat him, you have to do this.
0: Yeah, and he just tries to be funny, and he's he's not. He, and maybe that's the like writer's fault, thing. but the delivery isn't there either. Like even if the writing isn't great, you can.
2: I mean, it's, it's highly possible they just grabbed some guy in the office that they had that was making voices mm. while he was working. Oh, so it's an artist. Put him yeah, in there. Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, yeah. so you know, he, he's not going to have the best of personality. Justin's right. They should have had, had some
0: YouTuber, team. you know, well-known YouTuber do it, or hire an actual voice artist to voice ten minutes of your script that you already wrote, you know, whatever. It was bad. I didn't like that. And and also I thought the video was just boring. Cause like you said, Yod, you know, when you go and look at lost arcs, they covered races, they covered lore, they covered world Mm -hmm. parts of the world. I mean, they, they were like, give us 10 minutes and we will catch you up. This was 10 minutes of explaining all the different enemy types. And then
1: there's the lurker. You're right.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The, this just, here's all the different enemy types and here's how to kill them, which I guess, with you know, guns. I guess with guns. fine, you know, with the best thing to do in this type of game is show off the variety of creatures and the variety of content you have, too. But it just left me wanting a little more, and then I'm reading through comments of people who've played Siege a lot more than I have, and they're just like, you know what, this is, yes, there's a lot more here than we got in our event, but this is kind of taking an event and building it up to make it its own product at a $60 price point that got so much backlash that they dropped it to $40. <sighs> Go watch the Lost Ark one. I I mean we're gonna be checking this out on stream later this month, but I gotta say I'm not nearly as pumped for this one as I was at one point, Jason. How are how about you?
1: Yeah. That'd be about the same for me. I've even seeing comments on things saying that the gameplay is just not that great either. The, the fact that they're reusing the the operators from Rainbow Six Siege and using yeah. a lot of the same kind of gameplay and now you mentioned this, not in a hiring a voiceover just sounds like it's almost kind of like a budget title. Like They're trying to how can we, get, how can we squeeze more out of the Rainbow Six name without spending too much on it? It's like,
0: hey. I don't know, Yad. I mean, you guys no, are going to so check it out am, with me, but
2: Am, am I going to have to uh, get Game Pass so I can Oh, yeah. Play this with you guys. Yeah.
0: We should have yeah, gotten yeah. it for a
1: buck for three months. I don't know if that's still available.
0: Yeah, yeah. It You're going to be there. Jason and I are going to be in there. You got to get well, it. I'll, in have there it too. I'll have it for ten for 11 days. I'll have it. And then, days. Jason, you add on top of this that, like, even their marketing department, you know, mm. isn't putting together the best looking marketing materials. What uh, the y- fuck is this? <laughs> 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 Chat, you may think. That this piece of art I put up here, you know, oh, do you extract? Right. <laughs> no, it's
1: do you extract? I guess it's the extraction. Yeah, because they cost it out, I they,
0: guess. Yeah. And they, uh, in this game, you fight an alien parasite as a three man squad. If a character fails in a mission, that person gets captured. If a character falls in mission, falls okay. in mission, that person gets captured, and it's coming 120. You might think that this was like. Some spoof thing on the... No, this was tweeted out by the Xbox Game Pass account. This is actual promotional art tweeted by the Xbox Game Pass account.
2: You know what this reeks of? It reeks of, well, my cousin can do it for half that price. (laughs) Like (laughs)
1: Like I said, it's a budget game. They're making a budget out of it. So first of all, you have the, the fonts that are all different, which yeah. is horrible.
0: Ninja saying it's clip art 5.0.
1: Yeah, you have that. Then you have, again, you have E-X-T-R-A-C-T and only the C is used.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: What the hell? I and then if you, actually, if you actually follow the Twitter thread, the person, the, the poster, the social media manager, whatever, just keeps defending it. People say, hey, this is really bad. And they're like, look, I tried or something. They like, say something like that. It's just like,
2: so the social media guy had a cousin that could do it for cheaper, or did it himself or something. Or did yeah, of, or did it himself for cheaper. Himself for himself, yeah. Yeah, themselves, whatever, whoever they are. But yeah, that that's. Uh, no, no, they they didn't really try.
0: <laughs> Unfunny account plus ratio plus PlayStation better. <laughs> Somebody replied. <laughs> <laughs> uh. How <sighs> did he get the participation medal for this?
2: <laughs> See, I, I actually thought it was a fandom thing.
0: Yeah, no, no, or no. Or some kind of no, that, that's, that's why I, I, was that's like, why I, I wanted to be clear. Understand. It is yeah. not.
2: Yeah, that, that's why when I saw it in the show notes, I was like, Jason, I don't understand what's going on here.
0: <laughs> All right, let's finish this up today. Jason, you brought some news. You wanted to chat about a couple prominent YouTube, or, uh, Twitch streamers found themselves on the negative end of a hammer. What the hell happened?
1: I can't imagine why. I mean, they were just streaming copyrighted TV shows. I don't see why that would get you. In- oh wait, hang on a sec. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Pokemane, she's well known. I- Imani and a- a- Anis. I don't know how to pronounce her name. Sorry. Uh, yeah, she got a DMCA and got banned from Twitch for streaming Avatar, that last Airbender, for a, t- a ten-hour AM- ten-hour Avatar watch party to tens of thousands of fans. But oh my. here's the great part. It's a forty-eight hour ban, She's just basically taking the weekend off. Mm. So there's, there's no, there wasn't actually a real penalty, to be clear. There's no disincentive for her to. She probably won't do it again, but the next guy to come along is going to get a forty-eight hour ban or whatever. Probably not, because the next person to come along doesn't actually make money like she does. So, <laughs> and then, and then, uh. Yeah. Master Chef, the show hosted by Gordon Ramsay, that was also that's going to be getting get streamed by a lot of people apparently. And this time, it was the one who really got nailed by it was Hassan Abi. He's the one who got the ban for this, which I don't know how long his is, but he actually got he actually did get a DMCA from Fox apparently. Mm. So, because I, I hear I hear that Gordon Ramsay himself was tweeting about this apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and when that happens, you know you're you're about to get hit, but he's like, yeah, whatever. And the, and the, the thing that gets me out is there's like he's celebrating it. Like he goes, the Master Chef the Master Chef meta is over. Oh man, this is just a big old joke. It's not a fucking
0: joke. Have you seen what the recording industry does to Twitch now? I do like Gordon Ramsay's initial response when Twitch was explained to him and he said, What the fuck's a Twitch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I, right. I
1: remember you've seen that was on a show. Yeah, yeah, I
0: do. I do like I like that response. I, so here's my thing. This is dumb. This is absolutely stupid to me. Pokemane in particular. Like you, you knew you you were putting up avatar and you mirrored the image because you were worried about it getting flagged in the system. So you knew, like you they clearly. The image? Yeah, they mirrored the image of the 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 show. And uh, So so it's just flipped. Yep, 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 yep. That was it. Hoping that the algorithm wouldn't pick it up because things were reversed. Uh, I have no empathy or sympathy for anybody that falls in this bucket. I don't care how many viewers you have. First off, if I'm streaming to 50,000 people instead of 20 people, right, I know I am a bigger target if I am doing something that I shouldn't be doing. Right. I know it is much it is far more likely that I will get caught streaming copyright material than Ready Check Radio at the moment will get caught streaming copyrighted material. I just have fewer eyeballs on me to catch me. So when you are that big, you know there's more eyeballs on you and not all of them like you. Like Gordon Ramsay's eyeballs. Like Gordon Ramsay. And <laughs> two... You know it's copyrighted material like this isn't (laughs) this isn't oh I thought it was royalty free music let me go make a change to my video because it's not royalty free anymore. Jason this is a perfect example when we did the free to play cast we had Droidaka's Get Hyper as the theme song on the free to play cast for years. Years. It was royalty-free music when we started the Playcast in 20 or 2012, 2013, somewhere in there, 2012, 2013, and it was royalty-free. Two years ago, we had to change the theme, and we we didn't question or try to get away with using it. You know why? Somebody had bought all the rights to the Droid Aka Music Library, and it was no longer royalty-free. They copy they they sent a copyright claim, not a strike, uh, to the MMO Bomb YouTube account. We said... Oh, okay. You own it now. No problem. We didn't mirror the image. Like and I know some of these streamers are just doing goofy things to get attention, right? That that is the purpose. And that's what really bothers me is because guess what? We're fucking talking about them. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah, headlines maybe they just about to them. it. Off. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, Troy's right. At fifty K viewers, there are people in your chat just to catch you because mm-hmm. that's how the internet works. Yep.
2: There, there is that many people
1: hate watching things all the time. Oh. Now, if you'll, excuse me, I have to see uh, when the next sumo tournament starts so I can watch the uh, streams of that. Here,
0: oh. he was always using copyrighted music on Game Breaker. Was he really? Like I, was I don't, I don't he, know the assets. I did like
1: that all. Is, was that copyrighted back then? Well, I, I mean, know a lot be. of
0: that stuff came from Mike B, though, didn't it? From uh, yeah, Mike that, B uh, and. Um, Shit. Can you play some Skrillex what's, or something too? What's for a the while? name of, of, of his man. Oh God. Negative PH. Negative PH. Thank you. It was escaping me for a minute and I felt really bad. Uh negative pH. I thought some of that was there. Well, and I know like all the music we use and stuff is paid for. Like it's not royalty free. I pay for the music for the, the theme songs for these shows and anything I play on stream. Like I've worked with Yod long enough, he knows I'm yeah. very pay the artist, pay the artist. <laughs> Early on, he used copyrighted music. Once Twitch seemed like they were going to be serious about it, he switched. Yeah, I mean, makes sense. Makes mm. sense. Yeah, Yad, you wanted to get uh, our take on on some <laughs> movies this year.
2: Yeah, so there's a few uh, video game based movies coming out for 2022. What are we hyped about? What are we shaking our heads at?
0: Well, what do you got? What do you like?
2: Uh... I, I'm I'm kind of curious. Or do you want to not the... taint
0: our our opinions here and have us go first?
2: <laughs> actually, yes, yes. <laughs> what Why don't you guys go first? And we'll see where we are.
0: All right. The one <laughs> I am actually there's two I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is these are ones, by the way, that we generally have really good reason to believe will make it in 2022. There's a slew of movie, video game projects out there, but. As far as what is is what is likely going to make it this year, I'm very interested in both The Division and Metal Gear Solid. Mm-hmm. Both of those are games that when I played and still do play, that I was like, these could absolutely be movies. In fact, I want a movie in these environments. And in particular, Metal Gear Solid, I know Kojima is very intimately involved in it. So I think the likelihood of getting... A shitty knockoff or something like that is very, very, very small. So uh that's Metal Gear Solid is number one for me. Division's gonna be right behind it. The one uh I am interested in Splinter Cell, but let's see a new game first. Let's <laughs> let's see a new game first. And then we'll get yeah. back to that. The one I really don't understand and I'm not interested in, although I think there could be potential there, so it's not totally off my radar. I question a Portal movie. I, I very much <laughs> question a Portal movie. Yeah. What do you got, Jason?
1: First of all, I don't think Metal Gear Solid just has a TBA. It doesn't have a definitely in 2022.
0: Country. No, none of them have. I didn't say any of them definitely. I mean, there are some on the on the some list do, yeah. that, that I didn't yeah. give, but they are likely to come out in 2022. The Metal Gear Solid movie has been in production for a while now. Yeah.
1: And- I don't count any movie actually coming out nowadays, but uh, but that would be one that I would be interested in, too, being a big Metal Gear solid fan, Metal Gear fan, even going all the way back. Uh, other than that, I mean, Mass Effect, if that ever happens, that would be awesome, too. But that that also seems like a bit of a pipe dream. And I was like good samurai movie, so Ghost of Tsushima would be great as well.
0: <laughs> no interest in the Five Nights at Freddy's movie that's it's, only been yeah. talked about for, whatever, decade. Go ahead, Yod, what about <laughs> you?
2: So, Ghost of Tsushima, I I saw that they announced that at CES, and I am very interested in that because of the production value of the game. And if the same people are involved, it's going to be really good. Um, I'm skeptical about the Mass Effect. (laughs) The, The company that's behind the production and stuff like that is very hit or miss. It depends on how they handle it if they're going to actually try to make the story with Shepard, which would go over terribly, or if they try to run something concurrent to it, maybe, but I'm skeptical about it. Um, for something that's actually positively got a release date, surprisingly, Sonic 2 seems a little interesting. Sonic 1 was good. I liked it. I haven't watched it. I have to actually. I'm actually gonna go and watch it now because I saw one of the trailers for Sonic 2, and it was like that is.
0: I mean, it's a Sonic kind of movie, so like, right. don't don't go in expecting you know, right. Citizen Kane or right. anything.
2: Right. <laughs> right. I mean, they fixed his face and all that stuff, so
0: his you teeth. Know. That was the one. Right, his Ugh. teeth. His, te- his teeth and his eyes
2: was the big things. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it they really skeptical and side eyeing that Mario movie.
0: Uh, you don't you know like Chris Pratt as Mario? <laughs> I mean,
2: no, see that that's the thing it, it could work. I don't know his voice work. I've never seen him do vo- or heard him do voice work. So he could do decent voice work. I'm not on the hate train like everybody is with him. Um I don't know why they chose him of all people, but until I actually hear his voice work, that's kind of why I'm side-eyeing it because Fair I enough. mean, yeah. Yeah, no, we, we
0: were talking about movies that are in production or, or in the process somewhere. Uh, speaking of ones that you know may just be rumors or never happen or whatever, uh, DJ Havoc says Dead Space would be cool. Dead Space is another franchise, although mm-hmm. Dead Space Downfall wasn't great. Uh, but that was a while yeah. ago, so I, I can't wait for that reboot, by the way. Uh, That is one I am very excited about. Although we probably won't see that till 2023. And the speculation, by the way, on Knights of the Old Republic, that remake, is that we won't see that until 2023 either.
2: And it'll get pushed back to next quarter. (laughs)
0: Let's slide over and do our Games of the Week. As always, this is the way we end every episode of Gaming Gumbo. Each of the three of us is going to recommend to you a game. Could be something we're playing now, something we played in the past, something we've never played—video game, tabletop, mobile, whatever. There's no real rules, and you let us know in the comments on YouTube or on Ready Check Radio which of the three of us gave the best recommendation. Jason, we'll start with you.
1: Uh, my game of the week is Spirit which I started playing uh, on on Game Pass actually, right around Christmas. Did that over the break. I'm still about halfway through it. It's a nice little common game where you, you're the spirit fair. You basically ferry uh, souls to the underworld, but you let them go on your boat for a while, and they're all in the forms of these animals, and you have to do a little task for them, and hugging them is a mechanic to make them feel better about themselves and you know make them be at peace with their uh, final destination. i very I'm,
0: nice. I'm going to go with of 5. I got to recommend ah. it. I got to recommend it. So you won. You won. Right. I did, as promised... On the last show before we ended uh, 2021, you had made some comments about it that made me think maybe I want to give it a whirl. I ended up playing it, as I I promised, right after the show. I queued it up for download while I was getting the the show uploaded uh, to iTunes and YouTube and everything. Uh, When I was done, started playing it, and I was probably on it till about 2.33 in the morning that (laughs) night. It was amazingly aggravating. Uh, I very. It's a beautiful game. It's absolutely gorgeous. Oh yeah, absolutely gorgeous, and uh, was a lot of fun. But the thing I liked about it is one of the things that I liked about my recommendation a while ago in um in the the biking one, uh, Riders Republic. Riders Republic. No, not the rewind button. I liked going around on little map challenges, and it flagging all of my friends and showing me, you know, Jason made this jump, uh, you know, 1,025 feet. You you only made it 900 feet. And I'm like, ah, shit. I spent like an hour trying to do it, and I'm like, he must have a better car. I'll come back. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice. But, yeah, absolutely. So you got my vote a couple of weeks ago on it, but now I got to give it as my game of the week. Yeah, I'd finish it up. I
1: vote for
2: you. Screw you. Uh, The only thing that I've played over the holiday season is on Walker. (laughs)
0: yeah you Uh, it's uh, every week that's the
2: same thing it has been engaging and it has been distracting me from are you done with msq yet i am i am i'm doing uh tomes and stuff like that right now to get armor hence the pretty new armor that my character is wearing on twitter right now
0: nice nice chat don't go anywhere right after the show today we'll have the birthday boy himself Torchwick, yesterday was his 18th birthday. Chat, give it up, give Torchwick, my son, there, a happy birthday. Woo. He's now a man, as the universe says. He's 18. Woo. That's is that kid's a man. Torchwick, hey, he how you not doing? Not be convicted
1: of murder as an adult.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I got to stop all those crimes. I can't be charged with a minor anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's right. My weekend plans.
0: Yeah, you can be drafted. Yeah. So you can die for your country. You can vote. But in Pennsylvania, you cannot drink or smoke. Oh, geez, didn't. really? Yeah, Pennsylvania used to be 18 on cigarettes, but just a few years but, back they changed the buying age to 21 for cigarettes. You
1: can legally have sex with a 40-year-old woman now. I don't think I want to.
0: That is I uh, that is uh, technically true. Technically true. Chat says, now cut your hair and get a job, you hippie. The <laughs> <laughs> hair is never getting cut, but I'm trying to get a job. <laughs> what are you streaming tonight, my friend? We're gonna be playing Majora's Mask. We left off last year. I haven't played it in a year. Wow. <laughs> I have to. I have to. It's I know it's a bad joke, but I'm legally required. Uh we're we're playing Majora's Mask. Are you almost towards the end? No. No? <laughs> no, we're still working on the second giant out of four. So Yeah, you got a while to go. So chat, don't go anywhere. We'll go dark for about 15, 20 seconds or so, and then we'll come on back. Uh, with Torchwick playing some Majora's Mask. We'll, of course, be back next Saturday with another episode of Gaming Gumbo. Thursday, we'll have the Relic Grind, and we'll have all the streams, including mine and the Final Fantasy TCG trading card game stream. If you're looking for gaming buddies and you want some fun stuff to do, go check out the Twitter account at MMobuds. MMO B-U-D-S. B-U-D-S. It's a social hangout for people. Nice people. None of you dicks need apply. Just you nice people. If you're looking for somebody that plays MMOs and you want to hang out with a group of people, uh, head on over. It's a nice project run by a friend of mine. Uh, So check it out. And if you want to hang out in their Discord, I'm in there too. And, you know, whatever. We want to play a game, we can play a game. So give a little shout out to my buddy there. Uh, Check it out. Until next Saturday, Yod, where can everybody find you?
2: it uh, works on Twitter and Yadda works on Facebook and here on Gaming Gumbo.
0: Jason.
1: Uh, at the, on Twitter, and Twitter formal, at Winter Formal, streaming at twitch.tv slash Jason Winter. And clearly, you don't find me with m mobuds because you said no dicks allowed. So. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, if you'd put your pants on when you're playing VR, maybe we'd let you in. <laughs> well, I'm just <laughs> scanning.
1: I'm just scanning, man.
0: <laughs> My name's Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there at Magic Man One, but more importantly, follow at, ready, or at RC Radio. So you'll know every time we go live. Until next time, stay safe. We'll see you on the servers.